0: hi and welcome to veg out toronto's vegetarian podcast where we talk about all things veg in the gta We come to you virtually from our homes, I'm actually in my closet right now, and we are heard on CJRU 1280 AM Campus Community Radio. We are part of VegTO, a nonprofit that inspires people to choose a healthier, greener, and more compassionate lifestyle through plant-based living. My name is Jeanette, and I'm joined today by Marnie and Jen. Hello. Hi. Hi there. And today we are going to be talking about all things AI, artificial intelligence, and our experiments with it more so from the vegan perspective, and what you can use this tool for, for um, for veganism, um, and whether it's going to take over the world and destroy us, or if it's going to make our lives a lot better. Uh, But first off the top, we're going to talk a little bit about some veg news. So let me throw it over to Marnie.
1: Yeah, mine is a little bit of a sad story. It looks like uh, the very good butchers is no more. So I don't know if you were Familiar with this company? They started in BC, and I think they started in a little market. Everybody really loved their products. They expanded. Um, I know I was able to get them here in Toronto at Farm Boy. Lots of sausages. I know they had like a, I think a roast beast at uh, holiday time. Um so you would have seen uh their products under very good butchers. They also had very good cheese company, but the umbrella company was called very good Food Company, and it traded on the stock exchange so um unfortunately, for investors their um their investment is pretty much gone I think, but um you know about a week week and a half ago, they announced on social that um they've closed their doors for good. Um, they just couldn't make it work, apparently. Um, they tried to sell the company, but just couldn't uh make it work. So they are gone. And I think um there are probably still some of their products in grocery stores, but not for long. So if you are a fan, you might want to grab them before they're all gone. Let me say goodbye to the very good butcher. And
0: they had a storefront as well as products in the store?
1: I think in BC they did. I don't think they did here. And I know they had an online component. They had a website where you could order their um, products and have them shipped across Canada. But I feel like I saw in December, the end of December, they had shut down that uh, online uh, service And had kind of let people know that they were having trouble. So it wasn't a complete shock to their investors and fans. But um, this time, it seems final. You you never know. A product line can be resurrected um, if somebody decides they want to put the investment in. But I think in this format, it's, uh, it's a goner right now,
0: unfortunately. Well, that's sad to hear. I never actually got to try their products, but maybe I can head over to Farm Boy and get, you know, the last very good butcher item from the shelf.
2: Um, yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah, Jen,
0: do you have some happier news
2: maybe? A little bit happier news, yeah. Um, so some news came out on some of our Canadian news websites as well as veg news saying that Hershey has made its first Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and Chocolate Bars, um, so they are plant-based, and apparently their Reese's Peanut Butter Cup is going to be launched this month, and then they're coming out with an extra creamy uh, with almonds and sea salt chocolate bar uh, next month. Um, they describe them as plant-based. Uh, if you look at the labels in their pictures, they say vegan, so hopefully that is the case when they, um, they get launched, so I guess maybe we can look out for them.
1: That's great. It seems like a lot of um chocolate companies are coming out with with plant-based uh chocolate bars that are available mainstream. Like you don't have to go to yam shops anymore to get these things are, you <laughs> know in Walmart or
0: in,
2: in your local grocery store. I hope to see them in a local grocery store. That would be great.
0: <sighs> yes, and hopefully for the same prices as the other chocolates as well. Oh, that's a big ask, Jeanette. Not sure if
1: will happen. <laughs>
0: Think I did
2: read that they won't be the same price.
0: Probably the same calorie, but not yeah, <laughs> yeah. <same> <laughs> um, and for everybody, if it says plant-based, always just double-check the ingredients too, just to just to make sure as well. So, good advice. Awesome. All right, awesome. So let's go on to artificial intelligence. And I know when I sent this topic out to the group, there were a few people that weren't quite uh, up to speed on what it was, and it is kind of taking over. Um, Well, I know every podcast I listen to or every YouTube channel that I follow, they all have an AI-themed episode right now where they are trying out AI and artificial intelligence. Uh, I have a definition here just from the internet. is a wide-ranging branch of computer science concerned with building smart machines capable of performing tasks that typically require human intelligence. Um, It is... Uh, AI symptoms can perform tasks commonly associated with human cognitive functions, such as interpreting speech, playing games, and identifying patterns. Uh, and they really do so by they learn by processing massive amounts of data and looking for patterns to model their own decision making on. So, um, everyone that's using AI right now is essentially teaching the AI. And from my understanding, AI also learns exponentially. So, it's just going to get smarter and smarter over time. Um, so, it's so that's my basic definition of AI. Um, do either of you have experience with AI? Do you have what What are your general thoughts about it going into this discussion?
1: Well, um, honestly, it scares me (laughs) quite a bit. If I could um, snap my fingers and make the current chat GPT, which is what I concentrated on, go away, I would uh, just because I have a lot of fear about where it's going. I think you can have a perspective. Is it a useful tool or is it something that's going to get out of control fairly quickly? And um, I fear... It's gonna you know i don't think we have the oversight that we need to have right now um that said it is sure a heck of a lot of fun to use and i was pretty amazed with my experiments how quick it was and um, the quality of some of the answers um not others but just generally like i'm trained as a journalist and professional writer and editor for well over 20 years And my biggest fear is journalism is already such an echo chamber and just media, especially online, that uh, just as an example, sometimes I would want to use a quote in a story and I want to properly source it. And I want to, you know, find out where that quote came from, because maybe the story that I um, uh, reading this quote in isn't where it originally came from. And you know even several years ago, it could be quite difficult to find the original source of that quote because it had been quoted and re-quoted and requoted. quoted um, And I think that um, AI like ChatGPT has the potential to make that situation a lot worse, even for professional journalists who are supposed to be looking for information in credible places. So that's my little rant, <laughs> that's my concern. <laughs> Uh, like I said, it 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 has it's a heck of a lot of fun to use, and it also um, I think will have a lot of um, utility in leveling the playing field between people who are natural writers and can write, and people who, for one reason or another, can't write well. It will definitely give them a a, a leg up.
2: Yeah, that's they're all, all valid points. For me, I. I have I'm a I have a genetics background, so completely different. Um, and I had never heard of this, so this was a completely new experience for me. Um, I think it was a lot of fun. Um, I don't really see how it would be useful for me other than for fun. <laughs> um, but maybe I'm just not understanding like its full applications. I guess maybe maybe it would be better if you're like answering those customer service chat bots. Maybe I would feel it was being a little more sensitive to my questions (laughs) if I'm like trying to talk to Rogers or something but um uh other than that uh, I found it I found it fun um and took all of it with a grain of salt some things were impressive some things were like not impressive (laughs) but I'm sure we'll talk about that
0: what do you think Jeanette so for me, echoing some other thoughts here, it was a fun tool to use and a fun experiment. But I also have this undercurrent of fear with it because it is going to get exponentially smarter and more intelligent as it goes on. And I think we need to be careful not to say anything too bad about AI because it's going to listen to this at some point in the future.
1: <laughs> yeah, good point.
0: <laughs> Very good point. So I I started my journey. I used um, the Chat GPT, which is what a lot of people have been using, um, and. The first thing I asked it was, please suggest a vegan breakfast recipe that is healthy and easy to prepare. I specified I enjoyed savory foods for breakfast. It gave me a tofu scramble that looked pretty basic, like it's garlic powder, onion powder, pepper, and olive oil, and then just some um, chopped up veggies. I'm like, ah, okay. I mean, I can make a better tofu scramble than this. Um, and then it says you can add some sliced avocados and salsa or vegan cheese to make it more fun. Um And then I asked it then, can you make, can you suggest a sweet recipe? And it says, sure, here's a vegan sweet recipe that is healthy and easy to prepare. And it was banana oatmeal pancakes, which again, looks pretty basic. So for me, I was like, I don't know why I would go to this tool as opposed to Google or a cookbook or a blog or like a trusted kind of um, source like that, that where you know there's a human curating the recipes behind it. Because this, so people are aware it's actually crafting the recipe in real time it's learned everything about tofu scrambles and this is its suggested recipe so it's not a copy and paste tofu recipe from your favorite vegan blogger
1: that's a really good point um when I, I I did the same and I'll get into that a little bit more later but I also cut and pasted a full sentence from the directions of the one of the recipes and then I ran it through Google to see if it came up and if it had just lifted a whole recipe from some website or blog and it didn't come up that particular mm. sentence worded in that way didn't exist anywhere else which I found fascinating what else did you find Jeanette
0: um, so then I tried to get a little bit more specific with the prompt. And and this is something that I know a, a vegan um, YouTuber that I like does a three-course Valentine's Day menu every year on her YouTube channel. So I said, I'd like to prepare a three-course vegan meal for Valentine's Day. My partner is not vegan, so I need something that will impress him. I'm looking for an appetizer, main course, and dessert. I would like the dessert to be chocolate-based. And then... They editorialized because they said, sounds like a great idea. Here's a three course vegan meal that will impress your partner. And the appetizer was spinach and artichoke dip with garlic crostini. And it it just sounds really gross to me because it's um, half a cup of vegan cream cheese, half a cup of vegan cream or sour cream, half a cup of vegan mayonnaise half a cup of vegan parmesan cheese I'm like this is a lot this is pretty heavy this is a heavy dip and like garlic and stuff I'm like this is not doesn't scream like romance to me with the, with the garlic crostini and like two it's sm- all relative yeah.
1: though. It's how much of it you eat you're just talking about proportions here. It sounds like they're
0: making a giant bowl that you can I know eat it's like it's two cups of vegan creamy substances plus mm-hmm. artichokes and spinach um so and then it's then recommended creamy mushroom risotto as the main, um, which again, the recipe calls for vegan Parmesan cheese and vegan butter and vegan cream. And I wasn't sure what the vegan cream was referring to. And then for dessert, it said vegan chocolate mousse, which is like the most basic. It's like coconut milk and chocolate chips and maple syrup and vanilla. And I'm like, this doesn't sound like an impressive. Like the, I, I made homemade Twix bars for Valentine's Day. I'm like, that's more impressive than... this and it said enjoy your romantic vegan meal i'm like oh okay um and then i said um i asked it then about what is vegan cream how do you make it and then it gave me a recipe for vegan cream which was cashews water lemon juice and salt okay fair enough how were your findings in terms of food
1: Um, Well, I also did a a three course meal, I asked it to run it three times. So my first one, I didn't find that impressive. It started with a tomato and basil bruschetta, and then followed with a vegan mushroom stroganoff, which appeals to me, but I didn't think it would really go that well with the bruschetta. And then uh, finished off with guess what, but vegan chocolate mousse. And (laughs) interesting uh, bit of information, I ran, like I said, I ran three different three course meals, each one ended with a chocolate mousse, but each one was different. One was made with chickpeas, one was made with avocado, and one was just, uh, you know, coconut cream and uh, cocoa. Um, what I did find was that there were no mistakes. There was nothing, you know, that I looked at and went, oh, no, it's calling for gelatin or it doesn't realize that, you know, it calls for butter or whatever. Um, all of the ingredients were vegan. So that was a plus. And I guess, I mean, the whole point of us talking about this is, you know, in the hopes that it helps people, especially people who might just be transitioning to veganism, um, come up with some menu ideas but like you said um, I don't know what the difference would be between this and just googling
2: it what about
1: you Jan what did you find
2: yeah so I did the same thing tried some three course meals um, most of the time it gave me butternut squash soup <laughs> it really likes butternut squash soup Um, And then either a lentil stir fry or a lentil shepherd's pie really likes lentils for the second, um, like the main for me, and then a chocolate avocado mousse seemed to be the most common, Um, but it would, it was so long it would crash on the last one so I never really got the full chocolate avocado mousse. So I went back and I asked it to make me uh, just a, a chocolate, a vegan chocolate mousse, and it did tell me to make it with chickpeas, not chickpea water, which I assume you probably wanted the water to make it fluffy and not the chickpeas. So I'm not really sure. Um, it would be a really dense mousse, I think, <laughs> if you yeah. if you use the because I think I I went and I looked at it and 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 I think you usually make it with the water, not the actual chickpeas. So. Um, that was interesting. Um, not sure I would try that, but, um, the one thing is I did go back and ask it to make me, um, a vegan stroganoff and it told me to, for noodles to use fettuccine or egg noodles. And so then I questioned, I'm like, are egg noodles vegan? And it knew that it wasn't. And so then the second time I asked it to make a vegan stroganoff, it told me to make it with vegan egg noodles. So it did sort of learn, I think from probably don't exist. Well, I I did look it up and I did see that it could be a thing, but I've never seen them. So that might be something hard for someone to find. Yeah,
0: maybe uh, vegan eggless noodles, I'm guessing. So I did then expand to the types of questions I was asking AI and I said, I am in a food rut. I don't have ideas for simple vegan meals. Groceries are very expensive. How do I get ideas and get out of this rut? And they said being in a food rut can be frustrating, but there are several ways to get out of it and find new ideas for simple and affordable vegan meals. So it basically this reads to me like um, an article that you would find in like veg news or something because it's it just yeah. goes over some steps of like check online for recipes and it goes into many details about where you would find it. Uh, and they also name check um, minimalist Baker, Oshi glows and vegan Risha. And then um, then they said, look on social media uh, and gave me a whole bunch of hashtags to use and and name check Pinterest, Instagram and TikTok as the sources. Um, use what you have instead of buying new ingredients. Try to use what you already have, which I think is like, oh, yeah, that's actually a pretty useful tip. See what's ever in my pantry. Um, get creative of leftovers. And it goes on a whole big thing about that um, meal prep. So it suggests to do some meal prep on the weekends. And experiment with spices and herbs um, was its last suggestion. And then it said, remember, vegan meals can be simple and affordable, and it's okay to keep things simple and use what you have on hand. With a little creativity inspiration, you can get out of your food rut and discover new and delicious meals to enjoy. So I feel like AI was really like cheerleading me on at that point about like, you can do it. These are some ways <laughs> you can do it. Again, you know, I could do a Google
1: search, but yeah. And it probably wrote that in real time, right? Like every time yes. I used it, it, it it the words are coming up as fast as I can read them, which is uh, amazing and a little scary. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jen? I, I heard that you ran an interesting request through chat GPT.
2: Oh, I tried a whole bunch of things. I tried some vegan jokes. Um, and I think how you phrase, tell me some vegan jokes um, really matters because some of the jokes were like, cute and then some of the jokes were jokes about vegans so then I had to had to clarify and I still don't think it got it quite right because they kind of still the same themes kind of pop up um but some of the you know just jokes about veggies and stuff that those those seem to be cute um I did ask it things like what would be the first step for someone to take if they wanted to go vegan um um, and it, it gave like a pretty supportive answer, some of like the obstacles, some of the things to help them through. Um, and then I asked it like what would it take to stay and to, like to, to maintain that diet? Um, and it gave like a step by step, plan meals in advance, read labels carefully, seek out vegan options, stay informed, connect with others. Remember, it's, you know, it's a transition, you can make mistakes, like it was very supportive. I thought these were like, actually really great steps. Um, So when I was asking those kinds of questions, I I was, yeah, I thought like someone could blog this easily, and this would be completely acceptable and appropriate. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I thought that those those things were impressive. Sorry.
1: Mm, Yeah, Um, One thing that I had heard about it that I found intriguing, so I played around with it was was, um, I'd heard that you could ask it to write something in the style of so, in the style of um, you know your favorite uh, actor or singer or comedian, and so I asked it to write a 200 word essay about veganism first in the style of Mark Maron. I don't know if you're familiar with Mark Maron, but he's a one of the original podcasters and a great comedian, and I, I listen to his podcast WTF all the time and. Just recently, he started to experiment with veganism uh, for health reasons, but also he loves his cats. And um, I always felt like he was a vegan who didn't realize it yet. And I think I, I'm being, um, me, my, my. I, I think I'm being proven right. I think he's on his way there. So I asked that, and yeah, it was. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but just the first sentence if you know him, it was totally written in his voice. It was like, all right, folks, we need to talk about veganism. Now I know what you're (laughs) thinking, Mark, why the hell are we talking about this? But hear me out, because this (laughs) which sounds like him. And then it went on to kind of touch on things that I know are important to him. And then I, um, so such as, you know, animals and just doing it gradually and kind of almost being apologetic for it, which would be his style. I tried a few Others. So the next one I did was in the style of Bill Maher, who I still don't think is fully vegan, but he's on the board and he's a big animal rights guy and a big environmentalist. And again, it started in his voice with the ladies and gentlemen, which he often says we need to talk about veganism. And it was very positive. Um, and it h- touched on um health, which is one of his big things. He thinks people are not healthy enough, and then it went to the environment and then animals third. Um, I did a few others like Ricky Gervais but then I thought okay what about somebody uh, who isn't in favor of veganism is ChatGPT GPT going to get it right so I said write a 200 word essay about veganism in the style of Tucker Carlson and what do you think happened oh geez <laughs> any bets any guesses
2: <laughs> I don't know where it would go with this but I'm very interested to hear the answer <laughs>
1: Well, it starts. Look, I don't want to hear any of this veganism nonsense. We're humans. We're meant to eat meat. It's a fact of life. Plus, have you ever tried a vegan burger? They taste like cardboard. So, wow. uh, yeah, I also tried Lewis Hamilton, which was all about performance and sports. He's the Formula One driver who Uh, has been vegan for many years now. And then I tried me. I asked it to write a 200 word essay about veganism in the style of, you know, Marty Wise. And uh, it starts as a holistic health coach. I've seen firsthand the benefits of a plant-based diet for my clients. I can assure everybody here, I have never been a coach of any time, of any type. (laughs) uh am most definitely not a holistic health coach. So, if you want to test the veracity of ChatGPT, I recommend you run through uh something about a company you've worked for um or yourself, your own name and see what it comes up with because the rest of that entry was just gibberish to me.
2: Well, I'll just add that I um like I I did like I really focused on fun things because this is <laughs> this is the purpose that I feel it is for me. Um, and, uh, I did, you know, try and ask it to write songs, um, but songs in the style of, um, like Marnie was doing for, for her 200 word essay. Um, and so I did do one about, you know, a song about going vegan, a style of Eminem or the style of Pink Floyd, just trying to like throw Kermit the Frog, um, Mm -hmm. John Lennon. Um, and some of it was entertaining The Kermit the Frog one did not make any sense at all, (laughs) but Um, you know for John Lennon it was imagine all the animals living free and wild Uh, imagine all the people living life without harm like it was you know give peace a chance it was trying to like throw in all of his his sort of more common um lyrics um and and it seemed to be cute but uh yeah in terms of those I just found that kind of fluffy and 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 fun and sometimes okay and sometimes it didn't get Kermit the Frog at all.
1: Mm. I love that John Lennon one. I think if you'd asked us on the fly, uh, to spontaneously come up with a John Lennon song about veganism, we would have come up with something similar. Um, I think yeah, we, like it's I, something I know, a... to imagine that would have been the easiest one. So, um, yeah, I guess we're,
0: we're in sync with ChatGPT for a better <laughs> chat GPT cover band coming soon. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Um, do you think either one of you will continue to use this tool for anything related to veganism or anything else in your life? I don't
1: think I'll use it for anything related to veganism. I am curious to experiment with it. I, I um, It made me think of the movie Her with Scarlett Johansson. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. And Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, and Joaquin yeah. Phoenix. Um, I can definitely see how it blurs the lines between a computer and uh, somebody that you could start to accidentally think of as a friend. Um, There is a certain emotional component. It's so much fun that you you kind of become excited and uh, are curious what what it says back to you. And um, I can definitely see some people getting in trouble with it in that regard. But if you if you are interested in veganism and you don't know any other vegans and you just want some feedback, a sounding board, um maybe that could be a positive as long as you continually
2: remind yourself that this is AI. Yeah, it's interesting because when you ask questions, some of the answers back are like very like supportive and and um they almost seem like they have like an emotional tone to it that is like it connects. It is a bit strange when you kind of get that back and it's not a human. <laughs> it's actually writing it back to you. Um, I did ask it to write some poems and I wrote, asked it to write a poem from the perspective of a farm farmed animal. And it was the saddest, saddest poem. <laughs> I was just the emotion in it. I was like, wow, this is really, uh, I don't know. I was, su- I was surprised at the, like, emotional, like, attachment. This Did you ask
1: for that after you'd asked for vegan recipes? Like, is there any way, I don't think it works like this, but is there any way that the AI knew you were a vegan before you asked about poems from farm animals?
2: Um, It might have been, oh, goodness, I've asked it so many things. It might have been in a thread. I tried to start as many new conversations as possible, um so without going back to them it might have been in in that context but um but yeah it was i was was surprised i was really surprised that like the um the empathy (laughs) that it seemed to to give back um depending on on what i was asking but in the same breath it would also like write a joke making fun of vegans so (laughs) which i had to say hey wait (laughs) um but yeah, it, it's, uh, I'm curious to see where this goes.
0: Okay, great. Awesome. Thanks everybody for playing around with the tool and for bringing your findings to the episode today. You've been listening to Veg Out, Toronto's vegetarian podcast. You can listen to past episodes on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, as well as Stitcher. Remember to subscribe where, wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss an episode. Thanks to Matt Judge for our theme song. And until next time, Veg, veg Out! out. Veg
2: out.